You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 112. Create your homeschool year with confidence. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? All right, friends, welcome to another week of Called to Homeschool. I hope you enjoyed my darling children on the episodes of a homeschool graduate and then another homeschool graduate. Um, That was really sweet of my son Porter to get on the podcast. I know he was heading out of town to do his senior trip with my husband and our schedules were not lining up and he totally made a way to come and get on the podcast. So that was super sweet of him. Um, I know he's not a listener, but thank you, Porter, for um, getting on there. And my beautiful Bella, thank you too. So anyway, if you have teens and whatnot, you may want to listen to those episodes of just kind of what options there are. I always do love asking teens. My um, son went with a friend the other day that I just barely met and they were watching a play that a bunch of the homeschool kids were in. And I was totally quizzing this friend like, well, what is your mom doing with homeschool? What does that look like? And I have yet to find anybody's homeschool experience to be the same. There may be some things like, oh, we both do debate or we both do seminary. But then everybody else has been creating their individual path. And I think that's the beauty of homeschooling. It is not a one size fits all. You remember when they used to have that with clothing, like one size fits all. And then they realized, well, one size fits most. (laughs) Well, actually, one size doesn't fit everybody because our bodies are all very different and we're different heights and we're different sizes. We're different, like we are different people. So let your homeschool be your homeschool. So anyway, just to kind of, that's my little rant about just like believing in yourself and allowing your homeschool journey to be what it is supposed to be. Okay. So today, oh, also (laughs) I want to say thank you. Um, as this podcast has changed from Karn and me to just me, thank you for still being listeners. And this podcast is just continuing to grow. Thank you for sharing. Um, I just love, I got to meet a new lady this last week that we did one of my free calls together. And she was like, I just found your podcast. Thank you so much. I, um, last year with COVID was crazy and where she lives, they're still going to require masks and different things like that. And she's like, I just don't want that to be my experience. So I love that all these mamas who are like, I want to be with my kids. I want to homeschool and I want to do this journey, but I'm kind of freaking out and all those things. I love that you have a space and a place to go. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. All those beautiful things. So maybe this is my way to say thanks for everything. I don't know, because I, my goal in my membership is to keep it simple. And so I actually just do one call a week so that I know I'm in some memberships and sometimes they have multiple calls throughout the week. And it's like, well, I want to listen to all of them. And they sounded amazing. And then it starts to be getting, starts to become so much information that I'm like, I can't even keep up with this anymore. So I've been very intentional with what doing one coaching call a week. I've just like keeping it simple, sister, um, giving you what you need to know, and then allowing you to have a lot of time for practice. 
um, a lot of time for implementation and time to just be with your kids and, and be this mom that you want to be. And so this came with a lot of thought, but I am doing bonus classes this summer in Mama's members. Um, and the reason why is because COVID was a big push last year for a lot of people to realize homeschool is the right path for them. I will never try to force anybody to homeschool. I think that everybody has the right path for their family, but I do love that I get to be a support to those who are like, this is actually the right path for our family. So a lot of people are worried um, or tried, what did they try? The online stuff last year. And they were like, that's a miserable, I don't want to do that. I wanted to revamp my whole create your homeschool year and make it really clear and very powerful for you. And so I'm doing bonus classes throughout the summer of how to create your homeschool year with confidence. And I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about that today. So let's do first things first. Where does confidence come from? All feelings come from our thoughts, right? So if you want to feel confident, then you need to tell yourself a story that creates the feeling of confidence. Sometimes we have stories that are like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm doing this all wrong. If you think those things, then you are going to create a very different feeling. Maybe you will feel overwhelmed, inadequate, tired. Uh, I talked to a client the other day who was like, I'm just tired. I don't even want to face anything. Uh, maybe you feel hopeless. None of those emotions are going to drive the action of creating an amazing school year. So if you want to create something amazing, you have to start with an amazing thought. So I just talked about this um, to the people who watch this on YouTube, but I'm going to share it again with you guys that are listening. My new favorite thought is, I am awesome. And I have a sign up behind me that I can see it every time I walk into my office and I have it visible. So every call that you can see, I am awesome. So that you can start telling yourself, I am awesome. I can do awesome things. I can create wonderful, amazing, awesome things. That one has just become one of my absolute favorite thoughts of I am awesome. Some other thoughts could be, I am going to create something amazing. Um, I am going to trust my gut and make school what I want it to be. There are so many mamas out there that are like, I don't know what to do, but they always do know what they want to do. They're just scared because it's not what everybody else is doing. Or somebody made a comment like, well, that was cute that you homeschooled through COVID, but now it's time to do what everybody else is doing so your kids can have social interaction, so your kids can have all these things. And everything in them is like, it just doesn't feel right for our family. So this thought of like, I trust myself to make the right decision. Um, another thought of, I know what's best for my family. So any thought out there that's helpful, that creates confidence is going to be very useful. And maybe it doesn't have to be confidence. Maybe it's determination. Maybe it's motivation. Maybe you want to just feel excited um, joy, whatever it is, that feeling will come from the story you tell yourself. So if you want to feel a certain way, be very specific with the story that you tell yourself. Okay, second, there is no such thing 
as a one size fits all with curriculum, right? I literally just talked about there's no clothing out there that's one size fits all because we are all very different. So there is no curriculum that is one size fits all. So I want to help you find the right path for you to be able to find the right fit or the right curriculum for your family. I remember when I started homeschooling all those years ago, there were no podcasts and not a lot of help to sift through curriculum ideas. Uh, I just bought what my neighbor had and I paid over $200 for a language arts curriculum and I hated it. I hated everything about it. It was dry, it was boring, and you had to watch the lessons on a DVD the night before so you'd be able to teach it the next day. So here I have these five little kids, I'm exhausted, I have a baby, I had had some health stuff happen after that fifth baby, and so, and I just always love to go to sleep anyway, and then I'd have to spend my nights instead of with my husband or relaxing or doing something that I just wanted to do to watch these terrible dry videos about language arts. I remember several times crying to my husband that this was ridiculous. So I would like to help you avoid some of those experiences that I went through. Um, it will save you money because if you if somebody had explained to me what this language arts curriculum was, I would have known it was not worth the investment of $200. Um, how many times have people said like, well, the good and the beautiful is free for grades, I believe, kindergarten through fifth grade, and then you can just try it out and download it. It's like, that would have saved so much money. You could have tried something. So just having somebody who has tried a lot of the curriculum, knows a lot of the stuff, can save you so much time, energy, money, all the wonderful things. Um, so how in the world am I going to help you sift through all the chaos of curriculum out there and find the ones that will work for you, right? Like how do you do this in a group setting? So that's what we'll be doing this summer. But let me give you an overview of the process. So you'll be able to get an awesome workbook. You'll just be able to download for free and go through it all to really help you create something amazing. And in it, I talk about Michael Phelps. So Michael Phelps is an Olympian swimmer with 23 gold medals. He has won more gold medals than any other Olympian. He is 6'4", and with a wingspan longer than his height, and a ridiculously long torso. It says his inseam on his pants is a 30-inch length, right? Am I saying that right? My husband is 6'4", and he has to wear a size 34, and he's even a long torsoed guy. So I just imagine Michael Phelps like has little legs. <laughs> They're not very long because it's all in his torso. It's as if his body was built perfectly for swimming. Not only was his body just designed awesome for swimming, he has an amazing work ethic. So with those two things combined, you can see why he was able to get 23 gold medals. But what if Michael wanted to be a runner? Even though he would have the same amazing work ethic, his body is not the ideal size for a runner. His legs are just too short and that torso is so long. It could definitely be an amazing hobby. It could be something that he could really enjoy, but it wouldn't be something that he would probably be able to win all those gold medals. So I want you to utilize your strengths um, so that you can win big. 
When I first started homeschooling, I was not very patient with my kids. I was snippy. I would get uh, irritated. And yes, back in the good old days, I even yelled at my kids. Patience was not a strength. But guess what is? Determination. I am annoyingly determined. My husband says I'm super stubborn. I think the word determined is nicer. (laughs) But I actually like they maybe they go hand in hand and it's been a total gift because when I am determined to do something, I will do it. So that's my husband. If I ever don't finish through with something, he goes, oh, you just like you weren't determined to do that because if you're determined to do it, you will just do it. I remember one day when I had just learned about life coaching school. So I don't know how many years ago this was, maybe five. And I remember my sister came over to the house and was just talking to me. And I go, you know what? One day I'm going to go to life coach school and I'm going to be a life coach and I'm going to be amazing. And my sister just looked at me and she goes, yeah, you probably will. (laughs) Like when I'm determined to get something, I wanted to do a marathon. So I did it. Uh, Multiple marathons. I wanted all these half marathons. So I did it. I wanted to train for an Ironman. So I did it. I like when I'm determined to do something, I will do it. I will read what I need to read. I will practice. I will put in the time. I will persevere. And nothing can get in my way when I am determined. So I want you throughout the workbook, we're going to help you find your amazing strengths. And then I want you to see how can that help you in homeschool? So because I was very determined, I became determined to become an amazing homeschool mom, right? So instead of like focusing on like, oh, I should be patient or I'm I'm super impatient. I was like, no, I'm super determined. I'm determined to become an amazing homeschool mom, which led me to studying a lot, trying thing after thing, failing repeatedly. It also helped me to not give up because I was so determined, determined to build this great relationship with my kids because I saw by having a great relationship with my kids helped me to become an amazing homeschool mom. So I used this determination to move forward, to progress, to get the things that I wanted. So we all know our weaknesses and sometimes we dwell on our weaknesses. And it's interesting because it's as if that is some noble, humble act like, oh, I'm not very good. Like, I don't know. Why do people do that? I'm not sure. I didn't really look up the science behind it, but it doesn't really help things. By focusing on our weaknesses and beating ourselves up or even comparing our weaknesses to someone else's strength, that is not going to help you in a forward progression. If I focus on my weakness, I'm going to get stuck. Like I'm not very good at this. That's my belief with that. That's going to not create a feeling that helps me move forward. It's going to just create a feeling that's going to make me stuck in this belief of this weakness. So you can totally acknowledge a weakness. And we are even told in the scriptures that Christ will make weak things become strong. But I just want to, instead of focusing on like, well, I'm not very patient, I decided to focus on what I was great, which was determination. And with my determination, I have become patient. I have been able to take my weakness, take it to Christ, use my strength of determination, and then become patient. I have figured out how to homeschool my monkeys and make it fun and help them to be successful in their own education and in their life. So that's one of the things that we're going to do is to start really getting to know what our strengths are so we can work with them to create momentum and to create amazing, awesome things. 
I also want to help you get very clear on what you value. This was huge for me because I realized some of my values are freedom, fun, adventure, and family, just to name a few. So when my homeschool has flexibility and fun, I'm feeling in alignment and my homeschool feels very enjoyable and I love it. But if my homeschool gets too structured, I feel out of alignment and my homeschool starts to just feel off. So what if you value order? Then you are going to want a more structured homeschool and that will feel best to you. So you can see as you start finding what you truly value. So somebody may say, here's an awesome curriculum. Here's this, here's that. But if you're like, I, I really value structure and order, then you are not going to want a curriculum that is unschooling because that will feel out of alignment for you. But with me, with feeling like I love freedom. And so I love to be teaching about freedom in my homeschool. I love to have the freedom to do what I want to do when I want to do it. So I'm totally okay with a different type of schooling than a sit down and do a workbook. So another piece, and this is one I'm super duper excited about, is a section for your teens. So it has like all these steps, like step one, do this, step two, step three. Then I have step 3.5. And 3.5 is are those is for you, I'm not even saying that weird, is for those of you who have a teenager. Because I want to you to help them start taking ownership of their education. One of the first things I teach them in this section is I teach them that they are in charge of how they feel, what they do or don't do, and what they create for themselves. I want teens to truly understand that their parents cannot make them mad, that the world is not against them, or that their friends cannot make them happy, or, or a new toy doesn't make them excited, or and I'm toy, I'm like a, a teenager type toy, right? And a new phone or a new clothing or something like that. Those things can't make you happy or sad. It's your thoughts about those that make you happy or sad. So I really love helping them just being aware of that, to learn to believe in themselves, to see that they have the potential to create whatever it is that they want to create. So I love empowering teens to be able to start taking ownership of their life. Um, so yeah, having teens kind of look out like, what do I think I want? Do I want a high school diploma? Do I want a college? Do I want to work? Maybe entrepreneurship. Um, maybe I want to try a lot of different things. And then I just want to go to a, any college or I want to go to a certain college. So whatever they want to pick, then I turn to a mentor role and help them create a path to get there. Some kids may want some help because they may not know what's out there, right? Like, what would you like to do? Like, I don't know what is even available to me. When that happens, I like to give them choices and maybe kind of explain to why this would be a good fit for them, like maybe some pros or cons with that and what the pathway to getting that would look like. For example, my oldest wasn't quite sure what he wanted to do. So we looked at a bunch of different options. We looked at getting a GED. Um, we looked at getting a high school diploma. We looked at getting an ACT score if you wanted to go to a certain college. And it was like, I don't even know what if I want to go to college. I don't know like any of these things. And so we said, let's try the high school diploma route then and see how you like it. And he ended up getting a high school diploma and about 30 college credits. 
Um, and then he's decided that after he's done serving his mission, that he'd like to take those college credits and just finish with that school and um, start like really deciding his career and those things after his mission. My next two kids thought that maybe they wanted the high school experience, but quickly realized that they did not like that. I guess I should specify for those who don't know, my oldest did a charter school that was like basically a homeschool high school. And, and now it's all the way online, but he was able to go twice a week and all his classes were from the local college. So it was a good fit for the time, but my other kids, the next two kids were like, mm, I don't really love this. So they decided to not even get a high school diploma and went straight to college and decided to both get their associates. So now I'm doing the same thing with my 14 and 13 year old. I'm starting to talk to them about what they think they would like to do and then I'm helping them through that journey. So we are starting to plan their school year for next year, kind of asking them, what do they want to do? Maybe long-term, maybe short-term, some of those things. And my 14-year-old is uh, applying to start college in the fall and um, to try debate. Um, he really enjoys speaking and doing those types of things. And so we have a good path for him. And then my 13-year-old wants to maybe apply for college next year. So she's going to do debate this year, seminary with her other siblings, and just see what this year feels like and see if she'd like to start then doing college the next year. So I love helping them through that journey and having them take ownership of their education. And I love that it's a process, just like a little kid learning to walk, right? They don't just stand up and run. They're wobbly and they move forward and they slowly progress over time to where they can walk and they can run. So with their education, I don't give a four-year-old and say, like, hey, let's plan college. Let's do all of this stuff. But a lot of times when they're those littler grades, I'm picking it for them. And then as they go a little bit older, I'm like, okay, we're going to study history, but do you have a favorite topic with history that you want to study? And kind of having them realize that they can study what they want to study. And then as their teenagers start turning it over to them, like, what do you want to create? I'm going to allow you to, to create that, and I'm just going to kind of get out of the way. So when they're 18 or ready to move out, it's been this process, and it's not so scary and hard to go to college or to make these decisions for their own life because they've been slowly taking over the ownership of their life through this mentoring process with you. And it is awesome because then they become independent learners through the process. They learn how to take care of themselves and do all these awesome things. And then they have the confidence to then take that into their own life. Like, I want to create this. It's been super fun. My son, Tico, who I interviewed last week, and oh, two weeks ago, and talking about like what he wants to do and whatnot. And he's been getting a clearer picture of what he wants to create. So he leaves for his mission in August. And he said, when I come back, like I want to be in the financial world. I, he's always loved economics. He loves money. And he goes, I want to help create, teach maybe teens or young 20 year olds like anybody can create wealth. And he is so excited about that. Like, this is what I've been doing. He's studied economic classes. He's getting his mortgage license. He reads about money. He does all this fun stuff with money. And he's like, I want to help all these people learn that anybody can create wealth. And so that's really fun to see him start taking ownership of his life. He loves CrossFit, so he's getting CrossFit certified. And just seeing him take over his life and his ownership of it and um, I think it's super impressive. So those are some of the things that I'm going to be helping you with this summer in these bonus classes with helping you create your homeschool year with confidence. Um, it's like if you were trying to build a house, 
I'm helping you create the blueprints for your house so that you know what you're trying to build, right? Because if you're like, I'm just building a house and you don't have any blueprints, and it's like, well, where does the plumbing go? Wherever you want it to go. Where does this wall go? I guess right here, right? It would just become this chaotic, crazy home that wouldn't flow and wouldn't have a great design. But if you have an awesome blueprint and you know what you're trying to build, then you can figure out any obstacle that comes your way to be able to build this house that you want to create. Also, in addition to the workbook, I'll be giving you a yearly planner that will go with it, and I will teach you how to plan your week. And one thing that I think homeschool mamas do sometimes is they forget to plan themselves in the week, right? Like, okay, Timmy's got to do this, and Sally's got to do this, and we need to do all these things. It's like, hold up. You actually, you can't teach very well if you're running on empty. So where do you fit first into that calendar, right? And maybe that looks like that you have, I know some of my clients have hired somebody to come over on an afternoon or even take their kids. Like, I just want to be home alone. Maybe you're a homebody. Um, for me, it was running. Like I booked out, that's when I was doing marathon running because I was like, I just want something for me. And it was super awesome. So just that's a huge thing we're going to be going through is your calendar as well. And I am super duper excited to help you with this because homeschool doesn't have to be hard and homeschool doesn't have to be overwhelming. It can be so much fun and it can be enjoyable. And all of you have the potential and the ability to create something amazing. And sometimes you just like, I didn't know how to make a blueprint. So I got stuck and my house is crazy, right? But, so I'm going to be helping you create that blueprint so you know exactly what it is you want to build. Um, so all of this is available. So if you're already a Mamas members, you're already getting this. So don't you worry your pretty little face. Um, those of you who want to sign up, it is the lowest coaching price out there, friends. I understand a lot of you are single incomes. You have your kids home all day. My coaching price membership is honestly, it is the best price I've ever seen out there with coaching programs. So it's 35 bucks a month. Um, everything will be recorded. So if you can't make it live, you can always go back and watch the calls. You can download all of this stuff, print it off and have all the workbooks and everything like that. So I want to invite you to come over to www.coachmegthomas.com forward slash join and get ready to create an amazing school year. So friends, I hope you have an awesome day that you are enjoying summer because summer's the best because the sun's out and I'm finally warm. And I will see you next week. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you.